One of the most empowering things I've learned with age and the last dozen years or so of consciously walking the wheel of the year is that every end is really a beginning. And the faster you can loosen your grip on what is passing, the sooner you can open your heart to what is next, which means the sooner you can find your sense of peace and the sooner you can receive the opportunities waiting for you on the other side of that ending because every end is a beginning. This truth is made abundantly clear when we observe and when we participate in the cycles of nature and when we examine the patterns of our own lives because we ourselves are nature. What if Dolly Parton wrote us a theme song? Would it sound like this? Would it sound like this? Peace, love, and all that good shit. What if Dolly Parton wrote us a theme song? Would it sound like this? Would it sound like this? Hippie Witch, season six. That was a good one. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for joining me for the last episode of Hippie Witch, Magic for a New Age. My name is Joanna DeVoe, and I am the groovy creatrix behind Kick-Ass Witch, putting the K in magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and all that good shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www joannadevoe.com where will there be show notes will there be show notes there will be a link to my patreon i think that's all the show notes there will be but you can find that too at joannadevoe.com i don't know what i'm gonna do with this hippie witch ebook because in case you missed the memo i am giving our little podcast here a makeover mainly She's getting a new name, and I will reveal that on Saturday, March 5th, because that is my 10-year biz witch anniversary, and I think surprises are fun. Although, if you have watched the intro, the new intro video to my Patreon page, I do reveal the name of the podcast. If you just can't stand the suspense, you can hop over there and give it a listen. It's a really fun video, for me at least, because I used footage that I shot when the kid and I took a helicopter ride over the Grand Canyon. I cannot tell you how amazing that was. It was so amazing. I'm so glad that I took video footage so you can see how colorful and gorgeous it was because wildflowers were in bloom everywhere and Oh, it was just so gorgeous. And so I used that footage for part of this intro that I shot. And I'm very pleased with that, with my shaky little footage. I don't care that it's shaky. I love it. That was an amazing experience. I am not going anywhere. I'm still going to be podcasting on this feed. In fact, I'm going to be podcasting more often. I just made a bunch of space on Patreon specifically, but also I retired as a life coach which was nothing I ever imagined I would do. I didn't even know what a life coach was. I didn't even know what a podcaster was a decade ago, maybe, maybe a little more than a decade ago. I didn't know what these things were. <laughs> I don't know how I got here. It was all very organic and synchronistic and guided, really, because the last 10 years have allowed me 
to pay my bills and allowed me to live a creative life and to connect with the most amazing, incredible people. I am ready to shed the hippie witch label, but I have to say that's not because it's a bad label. I do think labels are really powerful, but that you need to take them on intentionally and sometimes they don't last forever. In this particular case, I want to shed the label hippie witch because I have to lead with that when I reach out to people to invite them onto my podcast, and I really want to interview a broader range of people. I want to talk to all kinds of different artists and doctors, psychiatrists, all in the name of encouraging and inspiring you to create the kick-ass life of your dreams. And I feel like that label does not resonate with everyone and that it could even be off-putting to some of these professionals that I want to talk to that they might be like, well, I don't really think that's for me. Whereas I think it is. I think if we had a moment to connect, if I didn't have that label kind of as a barricade between us, that I could bring a wider variety of guests on the show. I still 100% will be bringing witches on the show, once a hippie witch, always a hippie witch. What I was saying about that label though is some labels empower you to move through the next phase of your life. Some labels empower you to get to know yourself on a deeper level. And in the case of hippie witch, this is true, some labels allow you to connect with your tribe. And that is what this label has done. I can't tell you how many people have told me, oh, I saw the name of your podcast, Hippie Witch, and I just loved it, and I listened. It was actually the label that brought us together. So it's kind of ironic now that I'm like, I want to connect with all kinds of different people for whom that label might be off-putting because for some people, it's really attractive. And it was to me, obviously. That's why I chose it. And it has allowed me to tap into a community of some of the most magical kind people you would ever want to know and the core of that community hangs out on patreon and i really have to shout them out because in addition to supporting the kid and i financially patreon did a lot of that heavy lifting for a period of time these people encouraged me to constantly explore and change they stuck around when i was like working through some weird shadows and questioning my faith and they have hung through it all and been so kind and generous and loving and they've shared their own stories. And also many of you, just listeners, have reached out to me and emailed me your personal story and that has been one of the most special, memorable parts of my life. That is deathbed stuff. That is stuff that I will look back on with a smile when I am 90 years old. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you every single one of you who listens to the podcast. I'm excited to say I'm making it a weekly thing. And I know a lot of you who have been here since the very beginning really enjoyed the solo episodes. And because I've cut back on Patreon, I'm going to be able now to do more solo episodes here. I actually never stopped at the pace I was going and I never stopped doing solo episodes. I just started doing them privately on 
Patreon. Also videos too. Sometimes people will message me like, I miss you on YouTube. And I'm like, actually, <laughs> I'm still there, but I make videos that are unlisted and then I share them with my patrons. And that was really necessary for me for a time to pull back because a lot of people started showing up and I got triggered. I felt this sense of like stranger danger, like what am I doing? Who am I talking to? There's thousands and thousands of people listening right now. And I started to not feel safe. And so turning my attention to Patreon and creating a new piece of content there at least once a week, sometimes more, allowed me to continue to be a creator, but to do it in a space that felt safe and somewhat private. And that's really what brought me to this point of being able to be like, okay, folks, I'm back. I'm going to be doing this thing weekly, just like I did back in the day. And let's see what happens now. In 2022, if I invest some time and some heart into this thing like I did way back in the ancient days of 2013. Let's bring it back. Let's bring that energy back. Because largely it's been a sporadic interview show like all through the pandemic. There were long periods of time, you know, like a couple of weeks, a few weeks would go by without any podcast episodes posting here. I saw during the pandemic that my podcast was listed as a monthly podcast. And I was so offended <laughs> because I'd always had a weekly podcast and I had to do a double take and be like, oh, wait, that kind of is what it's become. For parts of the pandemic, sometimes all I could do was do a post a month here on the public podcast. And then every week I was doing something on Patreon. So now we're just, we're going to flip that around. We're going to flip that around. I'm creating something different on Patreon, a different quality of experience. I'm really excited about that, but also less quantities so I can focus more here on us, on you. And I was saying earlier something about the ebook, the Hippie Witch ebook, and not knowing what I'm going to do with it. That is true because I suspect people will find old episodes of the podcast and hear that intro. So I don't know. I'm thinking about it. If anyone has any good ideas of where I can stick that so people that go looking for it in the future can find it, let me know because I'm in the process of creating a brand new free ebook. And will I keep that a secret? I don't know. I'll have to think on that. Maybe I'll maybe I'll tell you the title of that with the next episode that is coming March 5th. That is this Saturday. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing, friends. <laughs> I'm trying not to overwhelm everyone with a big like barrage of content all of a sudden. But I also wanted people to know the change is coming. The change is coming. Here we go. We're changing. We're changing. We're changing. So there's been extra newsletters and things like that. And there's going to be back-to-back -back podcasts here this week. Ideally, what I would do, what I wanted to do was just one big thunderclap. Everything changes all at once. Patreon, the podcast, my website, this new free ebook is out and whoop it's just not happening that way. I'm going to do a slow rollout instead. I'm in the midst of it right now. So that's just how it's going to go. The slow roll into the next thing. I think I've just been in this business so long, being a digital entrepreneur since the spring of 2004, friends. I've been in this business for so long 
that I don't have it in me to jeopardize my health or to stress myself out or to neglect my kid for the sake of making the big thunderclap happen. I'm just like, you know, I really would like it to be that way, but I'm cool with doing this slow roll and modeling a different way of doing things. It's okay to go slow and it's okay to ease yourself in to a transition. And that's what I'm doing here. One thing I am nerdily excited about is this Instabook idea that I had. I really don't like Instagram, but you all seem to love it. And the whole world seems to love it. I'm such a Twitter person. I feel at home at Twitter. There's something about it that just really suits the way my mind works and I love it. So I think Twitter is just always going to be the best place to reach me besides my email because that's really where I hang out for my own pleasure and enjoyment. I like it there. Instagram, gosh, I haven't posted to Instagram since 2019 and you know, I, I know it's good for business. I know that's where everyone is. I know that's where I should be. But again, kind of I've been in this game for so long, it's really hard to should myself into something. <laughs> but I did start like popping in to look at certain magazines that I like and design accounts, lifestyle brands. And I was enjoying that. I don't enjoy my feed as much because... I don't even understand the feed anymore, for one thing. I've been gone so long, I don't even know what is going on over there. I don't understand the feed. I'm getting posts from like three days ago and 10 minutes ago, and there seems to be no rhyme or reason. I don't really get it. I definitely don't get the reels or the stories. I don't know what's going on, but... <laughs> I got this idea in my head about doing an online zine using the carousel feature because I found out two things. One, I'm a total granny about the internet and I don't use the internet on my phone. So before when I would use Instagram, I would have to trick my computer into thinking it was a phone in this annoying roundabout way. Now you can use Instagram on your desktop, which makes it much more viable for a person like me who does not put the internet on her phone. Don't try to talk me out of that. People always do. It won't work. I'm super committed to this lifestyle. So <laughs> you could just call me weird, but I'm committed. I don't want the internet on my phone. I work on the computer and when I'm done with my work, I want to shut the laptop and have it be like I'm locking up for the night. I'm closing shop and I'm going off to enjoy my life with my kid and this amazing city I live in and with my books and all of that stuff. I don't want this device following me around at the grocery store and the post office and in my car. So I just, I just don't use it that way. The second thing is carousels used to be, it used to be an app that you had to have, I don't even know, on your phone to be able to use Instagram. You would put this app on and now it's like in-house. You can just make a carousel on Instagram and I have been a magazine lover, just love, love, love lifestyle magazine since the fifth grade. <laughs> I think for me, it was like a portal into the secular world. There was MTV and there was magazines. So it was like rock and roll and fashion and oh my, it was all the bad things I was not supposed to love that I loved 
to the core. I would study magazines like they were the Bible. And I still love them. I still love them. When 90s zine culture was happening, I was way into that. My first business, Koshi, started as typing paper and Sharpie zines. And it started with a Xerox machine at my job at Warner Brothers. That evolved into Koshi. And actually the first couple years of my business was an online zine that I hand illustrated. It was so ambitious. <laughs> it was so ambitious. And that was 2004. And I'm sort of proud of that. And I got this idea in my head to combine my love of making zines with this carousel feature on Instagram. And let me tell you, I had no idea if anybody would enjoy this, but me, but boy, did I enjoy it. I made Instabook One. Instabook One, the first of many. This is going to be a monthly thing. I made all 10 pages of that sucker with such care and joy. In my head, I was like hippie Anna Wintour editing my own magazine. It was a blast, an absolute blast. And after I posted it, I was like, I'm ready to do the next one. But part of the point in this rebrand is to cut back on my workload so I have more space to pursue my author dreams. So I'm like, Joanna, you get to make one a month and that is all. One a month. That is it. Don't get carried away here because <laughs> I'm a person that can get carried away. I could be like, you know what? Let's do one every week. Maybe that cheapens it. I don't know, but it definitely compromises my plan to make all this space to pursue my author dreams. So have to hold it back. But if you are on Instagram, maybe swing by and check out my fabulous magazine because I'm so proud. I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm really giddy right now too because people are coloring in the coloring page that I just posted. I'm doing a seven-year project on Patreon. I'm not asking anyone to hang with me for seven years on Patreon. It's just my commitment, something I'm doing. I'm going to create a tarot deck, one card, one month at a time, and I'm inviting other people to create their own decks too. But each of my cards is going to be a PDF coloring page. And so that started on the 1st of March, and I sent out this PDF coloring page, and people are coloring it in, and I had no idea that would also be such a thrill, like absolutely thrilling to me. I feel like I have been buzzing with electricity for days, just like, I am doing all the fun, creative things that I miss doing and it's been a long time in the coming. I've been waiting to feel excited about my life this way. And for me, I am a career-centric person. I'm creatively driven and creatively ambitious. And I'm not talking about in terms of like, I want to create high art. It's more, I have a concept in my head and I want to share it with people and see if they get it or not. It's kind of like that. And also just, I just like to make things for my own pleasure and for the sake of it. And it's really exciting to be able to incorporate that back into my business now again. So I'm having tons of fun. There was an interview, I wrote this down, number 536, episode 536 of the Tim 
Ferris podcast is with a woman named Diana Chapman. She does some sort of conscious leadership training. That title, I guess, wouldn't normally like catch my attention, but I love Tim Ferriss and I happen to be listening to this. And then she caught my attention. She's a very compelling, interesting person. Her energy is really low-key but magnetic at the same time. She kind of sucks you in. And she was talking about only doing things if you experience a full body yes. And then Tim wanted her to expand on that. Like, what is a full body yes feel like? And she gave some interesting examples but the one that really grabbed me particularly because I didn't know that she was the kind of person that would go there is she said it feels like being turned on like sexually excited and she was saying you know we need to let ourselves be sexual beings because that's what it feels like with a full body yes it feels like being turned on and I was thinking like this is so true and I've never heard anyone say it like that. It made me think of the sacral chakra and how our creativity and our sexuality really come from the same place and how I feel when I'm really inspired. Like I just got done working out to Queens of the Stone Age like clockwork and now I'm all fired up. This is not an intellectual experience for me. This is like a full body yes. I definitely feel turned on. I also get this thing where I'm like, I'm ready to kick some ass. I want to like karate kick the air. I get kind of so filled with energy that I can't contain myself. Truly, like I'll get very physical, like dancing and <laughs> spontaneous, just bursting into party like motions when I'm experiencing a full body Yes. And that's how I feel right now. I feel like a full body. Yes. I feel turned on. I feel so excited. I can barely contain it. And this is how I want to feel. And what I've noticed about that is this is also very much mingled with nervousness. I have had the butterflies in my stomach all leading up to doing this little makeover that I have planned. And then the process, as the process is gone, every time I've shared a different thing, I'm like, oh my gosh, they might hate this. This is when they finally tune out. Here we go. And I get all those nerves. And I'm realizing that's part of it. At least for me, that is a package deal. The nervousness is uncomfortable. I don't know if I'm ever gonna be comfortable being nervous, being uncomfortable. However, I've learned to accept it. I've just learned to accept it and be like, this is what happens when you care. This is a sign that you care. This is how you feel when you really care about something. And that makes it manageable for me. And if I allowed the nervousness to stop me, then I wouldn't get to enjoy that full body yes. My full body yes comes with butterflies. I don't know. <laughs> I got butterflies in my tummy. I don't know if I did a good job in the last episode I posted here about creating a tarot deck, but if you want to check that out, it's over on Patreon. And again, like I'm going to be doing a card a month. I'm inviting other people to do a card a month if they want. That community is the best. 
it often surprises people. They will email and be like, I can't believe how nice those people are. And I'm like, I know. And it's not fake. I've known some of these people for years. They're so welcoming and kind. They're just there to have fun and to talk about spiritual things and no drama. We have no drama. I'm so proud of that. I feel really proud that I have made a little space on the internet where people are kind to each other. It's a little bit of a miracle when you think about the internet. <laughs> we have achieved a miracle, friends. So you can probably just hear, I'm, I'm clearly excited and I'm in a good place about what's happening. And I hope that you'll stick around for the new, for the new podcast and see how you like it. It's pretty much going to be the same with a new name. You know, I'm normally such a nostalgic person and that can sometimes drag me down into the swamps of sadness when it's time to let something go. But with this particular change, I don't feel that way. I feel like this is just a continuation of my work. It's just the next chapter. Although I am a little bit nostalgic. I keep thinking of some of my favorite interviews that I've done. I got to interview Joanne Harris. I got to interview Joanne Chocolat Harris. I got to interview Lori Cabot. That was amazing. I got to interview Lori Cabot. Jericho Brown won a Pulitzer Prize for Poetry. After I talked to him, it was probably because he came on the Hippie Witch Podcast. That's probably why that happened. <laughs> and he's such a talented, amazing guy. I got to talk to Lon Milo Duquette, Naha Armadi. Before there was Hippie Witch, I used to do an interview show on YouTube called Every Witch Way. And for that, I got to interview Kim Kranz. Right when The Wild Unknown was new, before it was, like, iconic, I got to talk to Kim Kranz. I got to talk to Sean Croxton, Kim Huggins, and so many more amazing people. And I'm just going to continue right along in that spirit. Going forward, I've already got a couple of interviews in the can for what's coming next. I'm a little weirded out about the theme song. I have to tell you, please be gentle with me. <laughs> It's one of these things where I thoroughly enjoyed receiving the song. It's kind of like I receive them. It just occurs to me one day and then I keep singing it and I'm having so much fun and I'm like, yes, this is definitely the theme song. And then when it comes time to record it, I'm terrified. Like, <gasps> why am I doing this? I don't have to do this. I don't have to put myself out like this. Oh my gosh. I feel like a complete dork. And yet some part of me wants to do this. It's kind of like that. <laughs> I think this one makes me uncomfortable because it's long. It's a little bit longer than they usually are. And it's a little, I don't know. I don't know. You'll just have to see, but be nice. <laughs> Thank you all. You guys are the best. You are such a wonderful audience. And I appreciate you hanging out with me here. I hope you enjoy the changes. Let me know if you have any questions. And until we meet again. Every end is a new beginning. Much love to you. Peace.